Welcome. You're tuned in to the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday. And I'm Deeds. And we're here to let our souls shine. And we hope to inspire that same spark within you. Right, son? That's right, Deeds. It's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Deeds, what's up? Hey, son, what's up? <laughs> Happy new moon. Happy new moon. Yeah, it's so great to come together and um, finally be doing this project that we've had in our hearts for a really long time. Yeah, the stars are finally aligned. I love it. Yeah, so I wanted to uh, start today's episode this evening, this this episode on just a little um, expression and idea or some of our ideas around what living in rhythm is. And then we'll talk a little bit about the moon and what the cosmic alignments are from that. And um, yeah, just whatever else comes up from there. Sound good? Yeah, sounds good. I'm ready. Awesome. So we came together with this podcast because I feel like we both have come to a place where we're looking to share our experiences and some of our ideas that we've been cultivating and practicing for years. And one of the expressions that has come to fruition from my practice is something that I've been calling living in rhythm, which you've been a part of from the very beginning. And uh, I just want to put this this out there that the living in rhythm for me is really about being able to tune into myself and tune into the natural cycles of life and really use that as a way to harmonize and synchronize myself and my environment. And it's been super, super, it's been so beneficial in so many ways, but the best part about it too, is that I've been able to share it with you. Um, I'm just really excited to be able to be talking about this. So do you have any ideas or things that you want to share about what your concepts around living in rhythm are? Yeah, of course. It's it's really that inner knowing, that wisdom, coming back to our true nature. That that's always a, a challenge for you know for me, of course. I mean, nobody's perfect, and by all means, this is a, this is a lifelong practice, of course. So, being comfortable in my own skin, you know, that's not always so easy for everybody. It um, we get we we get knocked off balance sometimes. We have outside influences. And um, like you said, it's just about utilizing the cycles that are right in front of us to take an advantage of those, you know, understanding and using our, our true potential in life. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, so I'm sure that these concepts and ideas will unfold in time through these conversations that we're going to be having. And we really are just looking to to uh, start the ball rolling on this Pisces moon. But before we get any deeper into some of that, I really want to share with our audience a little bit about our connection as well, because you and I go way back. Way back. That's right. Junior high. Junior high. We came together. Yep. I remember meeting you and you were the the same bright star that you are today, walking through the hallways with that huge smile, just shining your light to everybody. And we had to be friends. <laughs> yeah, we really did. 
And I have to tell the story. We we talked about it in our little intro session that um, is out as well. But we the I the idea around the first minute that I met you, I wanted to be your best friend. I've I wanted to be your best friend since I met you, and I went so far as to ask you to be my best friend. And uh, yeah, you want to tell the rest of the story? Yeah. Well, first of all, I love that you asked me. I don't think I've ever been asked in my whole life that question, you know, and of course we were so young in, in junior high, but I don't recall anyone asking me like just straight up like, hey, want to be best friends? And it it threw me back, you know, like, wow, like we barely even know each other. And you knew like you had something in you that you're like, wait a second, I, I know you. And, and you know, now we, we, we talk about it. And it's like, oh, gosh, we, of course, we knew each other in past lives. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know it was so funny, too, because I didn't realize how direct it was until I asked you and the whole response of like, let me see and take my time and get a let little, me, uh, let me think about it. Let me think about it before I commit. Like that was a whole moment too, where I had, where I was like, Oh my God, you know, did I just cross a line? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? I was like, Oh God, let me get back to you. But I mean, after, you know, thinking about that, I've, I do that so much in my life. And, and, you know, it, 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 the reason why it probably threw me so much is because again, I had never been asked that before, but it's such an awkward age too. And you're like, wait a second, who, who are my friends? Who am I? You know, you get into this thing in your head and it's just like, wait a second, how, how am I supposed to answer this? Someone likes me. They want to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then you think about it, how it's evolved now too, to how um, I have so many friends that I've never even met, you know, that are like in, that I'm like considering friends from the internet or whatever. And it's just so interesting because that realm, you know, it's changed so much over time. And, and I guess that's part of what is so fun about being able to share this right now is one of the big things I've been thinking about is being more of a mature woman, like coming into my maturity and like my foundation is a, is a woman with some time on her hands. Like I've spent some years on earth and obviously there's many more to come and, you know, the potential is, is great. But the fact that I, I feel like I can look back at my life and see now from where I am, I can really see some cycles and the way they've unfolded and how we've evolved, how I've evolved. And that's a really, that's like a huge blessing right now. I'm starting to really get that appreciation for time and space in a way that, um, like the longevity of things and the ability to really actually live through and observe some of these cycles has just been so profound in my own understanding of myself, but also really just creating a fulfilling experience with my own life. And like I said, to be able to have someone who I've been able to share that with over these years has been so like, it's, it's just what a blessing, you know, to have you in my life all these years. So oh, thanks. Son, I feel the same way. Thank you so much. And, and what I, what I love about us and our story is that we have so many things in common, right? We, we have so many things in common that bring us together. And the thing that's so cool though, is we are so different. And like, when you asked me to be your best friend, it was kind of like back then it's like, are, do we, are we like each other enough or 
are we supposed to be, you know, and, and now it's like, we've come into ourselves and again, no, nobody's perfect, but we do the best that we can. And I think it's our differences and, you know, everything that we've learned from each other over the years that, you know, continue to make us learn and grow and flex. And we're always there to support each other for that. And that's just amazing. I feel that 100%. Yes. And it just brings me back again to living in rhythm, the idea of like really being able to tune into yourself, tune into ourselves, tune into the cycles of life and nature and actually like synchronize with other people. And yeah, to be different, to have different experiences, to have different priorities and, and passions, and then bring them together. Like something that I really love about um, just the fact that we're doing this together too, is what many people maybe don't know is that you have been so much a part of a lot of the projects that I've launched over the years because you've been there with me. So for example, the artistry, the, the imagery of on my website of this podcast of, you know, my workbooks that I've developed, you're the person that I bounce my ideas off of and have really grown. I like we together, we've grown through these processes and these practices. And that's actually something that I'm, that's the other thing I really want to start to share with other people, because I feel like, you know, when you, when you have a, when you have not only somebody that you can share your ideas off of, but when, again, you have a consistency and, and someone that's actually listening to you and accepting you for who you are to be able to really feel that, that freedom to express yourself, to be able to grow some of the projects or grow some of the, the concepts into like living practices is what it's become for me. Like my, my way of life is really, it's, it's something that I'm like honoring so much these days, especially with all of the change and transformation. And it's just cool. Like I said, I've always had like I to have somebody like you to be able to say, okay, deeds, I need, you know, I'm thinking this, I'm thinking that. And then you give me artwork to show me what I'm doing, you know? And it's like to be able to, this is all Pisces energy too. Like to be able to draw these concepts that seem abstract or like ungrounded and then actually bring them into manifestation is the name of the game right now. And I just like, I seriously am super psyched that we're doing this. Me too. And I've always loved that freedom working with you because I, you know, oftentimes when I've done design work or in my, in my day-to-day work, it's, it can be very rigid and structured and I have really not a lot of say in what goes out. And so it, 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 and not, not to mention a lot of my work was not uh, very feminine. And so you've allowed me to express myself in ways that I wouldn't have otherwise so it's been Beautiful. amazing working on this project with you that, that you call Living in Rhythm for, for so many years now. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that. So for me, Living in Rhythm really stems from this concept, like we've been saying, of tuning to yourself, tuning to myself, and then tuning into the natural cycles of life. It also really started as simple as me understanding the moon. So I had this whole like that, and which is also why this is so beautiful that we're sharing this on the new moon in Pisces, because the, uh, the concept of living in rhythm started to take root in my understanding of the lunar cycle, not only outside of me, 
by looking at the sky, but also the lunar cycle within me, the rhythms that I have in my own body. And really just understanding that waxing and waning energy. And when I apply that to, I can apply that to like any aspect of my life. I just put that moon template on it. And as we'll get into it later, but like when I put the, the spring, the idea of the spring and Pilates on, <laughs> on anything, it's like, I can apply the moon and the spring to pretty much anything in life and, and have a deep understanding is like, yep, <laughs> it all comes together <laughs> through the moon and the spring. <laughs> I love it. Um, but basically the, so the moon specifically is this idea where it like, it waxes and wanes and we have the new, and then we have the full, and then we have the, the new again, and it just keeps going over and over again. Well, back in the day, I used to say so often I'm living in the flow or I'm in the flow. I'm, I want to be in the flow. And we really started asking the questions, like you being a good friend that you are like, what flow? And I was like, yeah, who's flow? Wait, what are we talking about? And it started coming into this idea where it's like my flow, my timing, my rhythm. And, uh, back to that idea of like, there's something in me that is very rhythmic, like the moon in nature. And if I can tune into that waxing and waning energy within myself, I'm more, I'm in my flow and that's empowering. It's been super empowering. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and for me, it it's, you know, cyclical as well, but it, it also goes to food, exercise, sleep, how we dress, how we speak, how we represent, represent ourselves in the world and, and how I eat and how I exercise might not be good for you. That, that's good mm. for me. You, you have your own way of, um, you know, dressing and, um, you know, exercising. You do Pilates. I might do something different. So what's, what's good for one isn't good for the other. And, and just understanding that and knowing that in yourself um, and, and accepting the fact that you might bow out of something because, you know, it's not good for you. Like that's taken some years for sure you know, mm. for, for a lot of time and, and for a lot of people. And for me too, right now, sometimes it's like, you, you kind of just, you think you're going with the flow, but then it's not yours. That's so deep deeds. You are so right. Like, thank you for bringing it back to that because, you know, yes, it starts at the moon and the rhythm and that's all cosmic, but it's also like the day, the day-to-day living. It's like a true embodiment. And, and when I bring it back to, yeah, what is, who am I? How am I in time and space? Where am I in time and space? And each one of us does have our own unique makeup. Rhythm. And rhythm, <laughs> exactly our own rhythm. And it really does, it really is about being able to tune into that, identify it and and start to really customize your practice. You know, like that's, again, when you have the support of somebody that's like, I see you, <laughs> you know, I see you doing your thing. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm doing, this is my rhythm. And, you know, that's like one of the things, again, about having a salt, you know, if, if when, I mean, I'm blessed, we're blessed enough to have each other to be able to, you know, and not just each other, but other people in our world that can hold that. I've been talking so much about the radical self-accountability. <laughs> that's like, that's a line yes. I borrowed from my mm-hmm. musical friend, MCAD. And the, the idea that 
radical self-accountability is also about that taking responsibility for one's own nature and center. Yeah, it's really easy to get thrown off. There's so many outside influences. It's it's really easy to get off track and try something new and be influenced by, you know, the latest trend or something like that and um it it's it's one thing to to recognize it but then um actually to step away from it and then be able to sustain that. Talk more about that, will you? You drink matcha tea in the morning, I drink nettle. I like the bitter. I mean, we're just, we're just all so different. And if we could just allow ourselves to be who we are and then, and then live with the rhythms and the cycles and, you know, have that flow going, it's, it's a dream. It's a wish. And again, it's a lifetime practice. It doesn't come easily, but once you get into the flow, once you get into um, the pattern of it, it, it becomes easier. Yeah, it really is a lifestyle. It's your lifestyle. <laughs> it's my lifestyle, right? It's like that. That's so beautiful, and it's so powerful and courageous. Like even when you hear you say that, like how courageous to say that out loud, you know? Because like to really acknowledge the the differences, and also being able to like honor the self in our differences. I mean, to really be able to be to say, yeah, this, this doesn't work for me, or that really works for me. But it's, it's difficult. It's hard walking away from a toxic relationship. It's, it's hard not indulging in sugar or, you know, whatever the thing is, uh, that everyone else is doing. Uh, it's, it's, it's tough. And, you know, I've been called a party pooper before, but that's okay. I'm good (laughs) with it. (laughs) I had um, my my brother introduced me last year to someone, and he said, "Oh, this is this is Deeds. This is my quiet sister." And it was it it threw me back for a second, but I I, I loved it because um, for people, I, and not that he doesn't know me, but come on, man, I'm not quiet. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're not a party it's, pooper, by the it's way. How, it's how, it's <laughs> how other people perceive you and whether or not you care about that. And you're going to let it get to you. Boom. Boom. Or are you, are you going to just step in back into your power and say, I'm not quiet. I'm reserved. I, yeah. <laughs> and just- I'm very careful with who I, you know, share my energy with. Well, and that's basically, I was bringing it back to, that's the one thing I've really come to over the last couple of years. Um, I have always been such a social butterfly. I like want to be where the action is and hanging out and, you know, just partying with people and having fun and not just partying, partying, but, you know, just like really enjoying and like being engaging. And I've really taken these last couple of years, like it all kind of started with everything. And then it's just evolved to this thing now where I'm like wanting to have my energy consolidated for the first time. I'm actually really in this place where I appreciate the need and the quietness of just being able to feel myself. You know, that there's that, there's probably some hip hop song. I think there's some hip hop, like there's some song where it's like, I don't feel myself. I'm feeling myself. But like, that's <laughs> how I am right now. I'm like, I don't really want to have any disturbance, like too much disturbance in the, in the field, so to speak. It's really gotten to this place where 
because in that calmness and that quietness, I can hear myself. I can feel myself. I can tune in and really like back to the living in rhythm again. It's like, I'm looking for that harmonic resonance within me, not within other, you know? And so, and when, when that feels strong and clear, then I want to engage, then I want to go. But when it's not in that place, I I'm doing my best to really keep it consolidated and honor that, which seems a little bit more of like a practice. That's a new practice for me. For sure. For sure. I see it in you. I see it. It's powerful. Very. Yeah. And like, I have a couple of people in my life that are very close, like you and my husband, really good at that, you know? And I'm like, Oh, look at that. I have this little place in my heart right now where it's like, I'm going to hold, you know, like the deeds and the best friend thing. I'm going to think about it. Let me hold that close to my heart for a minute and see if it <laughs> resonates or not, you know, give it a little time, which is good. It's cool to be able to try those different angles out. I think so too. And I think what's exciting is that, um, of course we're talking about living in rhythm, but you are, um, you know, you have this, you speak this other language that I'm still learning and it's called astrology. And that's, what's exciting about this podcast too, because we're going to get into that and I'm going to get to ask you tons of questions. I'm still so curious. I, you know, create all these glyphs for you and all these different, you know, design creations, and I'm still learning. It's, it's, a lot to, a lot to consume. And you're such a great teacher that it's going to be fun because I'm, I, I, I know we're going to talk about the Pisces moon here, but it's my birthday season. I am Pisces. And some of the things that we're describing right now are Pisces traits. We're, you know, we're a little bit more withdrawn. We, you know, we're in, in a more of a dream realm. And so some of those things, it's going to be cool to see how each, um, zodiac sign and how the planets, um, you know, line up because, uh, I think that will also show not only myself, but anyone listening, what their true potential is and their true nature really is. And so it's going to be exciting to get into that with you because we're going to break it down and be able to say, Hey, I am Pisces. And I, I, I am going to say no to going to that party tonight or what, and be okay with it because that's who I am. That's just in my makeup. I'm a son, you know, I'm a Pisces son. So yeah, that's going to be really cool. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And some of the Pisces people will be like, sign me up for every party, please sign me up. It's the two fish, you know, it's so cool that you're saying that. And it gets me, I get, I'm getting so excited about it when I even think about it, because the way that I'm working with both all of the modalities I've been practicing and teaching for many years, um, I'm really starting to get to this place where it's, it is about the customization and it's coming from my life experience of really saying like, it works when you can tune in and use it for your, like as a tool for yourself to evolve, to grow, to get to your highest potential, to nurture your, your true nature. And so like one of the ways I've been really talking and sharing astrology is in this way of uh, again, of like a living practice instead of just looking at the chart and, and saying Pisces does this and that's that. And then, you know, let's jump the portal or whatever. It's like, no, how do we tune into the, to this rhythm in on earth from where we are and really like they're like they're waves. They're really, these cycles are like waves. And um, for me, it's more about everybody 
like I'm my highest prayer in the work that I share and anything I share is I want to offer it up in a way where people can have their own personal experience with it rather than telling people, you know, I mean, obviously there's some traits and some things that are just like part of the archetype. And at the same time, there's so many layers. And like we've talked about with like our, all of the practices of just being alive on earth, it's a customized thing. It's so personal and we each have our own unique makeup. And so a Pisces sun, like, I just have to say this, I have to give a major shout out to the Pisces right now. Like I, I'm never, I don't have any Pisces in my chart. Like there's no sign. I mean, I obviously have a Pisces, but I, there's no planets in my, in Pisces for me and there's nothing in my 12th house. So it's like kind of this place where there's a little bit of a void of the energy, but there's a bunch of but us in your people. life. Exactly. And that's how it works. It's like, I might not have that in my own experience, but when I look outside we myself, got your back, son, we got your back girl. You Pisces right now. I am just adoring you. (laughs) Yeah. And isn't that funny that the Pisces is filling the void when, or maybe they are the void. I'm not sure. And that's, that's what it keeps coming to is like, I have this very beautiful new, it's, it's new. My understanding of Pisces in the last couple of years has grown to this place where, so like you, you run to talk about this moon really quick. Let's do it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So like this it's cool because so we have the new moon coming, but the the thing that's so powerful about this moon is that it's in Pisces. And I feel like it's the last Pisces is the last sign of the Zodiac. It represents the third phase of winter. Every season has a beginning, middle end. And so the fact that like Pisces represents a completion of a cycle of a, of an, the Zodiac, the Zodiacal cycle, but also of the winter cycle or summer, if you're in, the Southern hemisphere. It also has this quality of the new beginning of the way I keep thinking about it is like the conception or the spirit consciousness. It's that like, it's that place, that space where things haven't taken full form yet. And um, so it could be like the void. It could also be like the super consciousness of it all. I mean, it's really so profound and just having every new moon, I do my best to set an intention for that month, that lunar cycle. We'll get into more of this later, but the the new moon is such a beautiful time to begin a new, to start a new project, to release things, to really just step into a new cycle. And the fact that we're starting this project and just that we're here at this Pisces moon in the state of, I don't know, something feels really, really I'm going to use the word blessed. It feels blessed, this moon. I feel like there it's a powerful time for us to like take those highest prayers and start to, to like really harness them and hopes that we can use these next cycles to bring them more into the third dimension. That's my intention. And it's not just for ourselves either. I, there's a lot going on in our, on our world right now. Uh, so really around, around now, around the new moon, you know, aside from, new beginnings and planting seeds and starting new cycles and patterns, our, our, our thoughts and our words and actions and intentions, all of those things for the new moon, uh, you know, those culminate over time. So it's not just for today, not just for the upcoming month. This is, this is our life, <laughs> right? Girl, I'm so glad you brought it back to that because exactly it goes back to that 
space around, like I keep saying, my vibrational resonance is my highest priority because if I can be in tune and hold a grounded, steady, as best I can, you know, I'm human, but as best as I can, I'm one, at least one human being on the planet that's grounded and centered and like holding a love frequency, so to speak, as best you can. And then you're doing it and the next person, and you're right. It accumulates, it adds on, it adds up in time. I love it. I love it. Well, going back to the, the Pisces, um, vibes here. I feel like just this alone, obviously, um, putting myself out there, stepping into my own power, you know, this is my birthday season. So for me, you know, I do set intentions for the new year and, um, I had a beautiful ceremony with, with Michelle, um, the, the new moon of the new year. But, um, for me, this is kind of when I like to start planting seeds and not really springing into action quite yet, but stepping into my power and understanding and, you know, trying to wrap my head around changes that might be coming up and just kind of the evolution of everything. And it's a great time for, for me personally. And, you know, I wish it for, for others too. just directly command what I'm looking and wanting from, from the universe. Boom. (laughs) Sounds good to me, Deeds. Directly command. I mean, I like that. There's a, it's, it's back to that idea around the presence, you know, so the, this particular moon astrologically, again, is making a conjunction to the, to Jupiter. And so the moon is at 12 degrees Pisces or will be for the new moon. And then Jupiter's at 14 degrees. The fact that they're together, the moon and Jupiter, you know me, I've talked about this before. I have like a little phrase. Jupiter Jupiter moon. moon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Jupiter moon. Deeds, it's a Jupiter moon. (laughs) I just love a Jupiter moon. Um, (laughs) It's like the energy of a Jupiter moon. You have the Jupiter is so expansive. It's so magnifying. It's also very abundant. And it has with that, with that Pisces energy again, like you just said, I mean, big prayers, big intent, like it just, you want to put some, you know, you want to put something on the table. You want to put something up, offer up some sort of a, of a prayer or an intention with the Jupiter there. It's just, it's held in such an abundant way. And so it's very, it's very powerful to have that. And then the moon also really does speak to like, what I love about that too, is that the moon speaks so much to our intuition and our emotional state. And so like emotions, the, the true emotions are high right now. And so, like you said, worldwide in so many ways. And also for those of us that have been, you know, harnessing our rhythmic nature, our true nature, there's actually a, this is a powerful moment where you can, where we can start to actualize again, like you said, they're not going to come into fruition just yet, but it's that getting more energy and more, more um, power built up around the prayers around the intentions. And so I'm feeling like to, to not be so emotional, but to really kind of pull back those layers and get to the root of it and, and just feel that what's my dream? Like you're saying Pisces, what's my dream? What's my intention here? Like what's my higher vision? What's my spiritual, what direction does my spiritual consciousness want to go? What do I want to start to 
conceptualize or conceive in this time and space. Powerful. So son, what, um, I know we all have our different practices. Um, what are just a few ways that you would offer to suggest, um, in observance of, of the, the new moon or, you know, just any homework, you're really good at giving homework. I love it. I feel like one thing that we can all do just to start to tune in is first of all, start to observe the rhythmic nature of the moon itself. Cause it really will ground you on earth. It's been so powerful for me. And we'll talk more about all the ways that it does. Cause it's so rich. Um, one of the aspects I say, I, I suggest to a lot of my students and clients is that just do, getting in the habit of looking up and seeing. So a new moon is a perfect time to start that practice because right now the moon when it's a new moon, the sun and the moon are together in the sky, so we can't see the moon. However, it spends about two and a half days in each sign, in each sign and each phase. And so you'll just within the next two days, you'll when you're looking up, you'll see a crescent moon. And it's always that waxing is the right side of the moon illuminated. And you just check it out. <laughs> it's I one of my favorite things is I love a crescent moon. Um I mean, I love all the phases. There's eight total, but the, the waxing is is really fun because you can see there's like no moon in the sky. And then all of a sudden we'll have a beautiful crescent. So faint and beautiful. I mm -hmm. love it too. And it was with Venus the other night. It's like Mars is up there. It's just so potent. Um, so yeah, so you can look at it. It's in the morning sky right now. I, but yeah, so if you, in a couple of days, you want to look for that crescent and then you'll see it wax towards the half moon. And I just always suggest for people like check out the half moons, the crescents and the halves are pretty cool because they have connections to the astrological aspects, which are not so important except for the fact that you can, I mean, they're important, but when you're just learning, being able to observe the energy of that, of, I mean, people that live on the ocean can feel, can see this with the waters, you know, the tide gets higher as the moon waxes those of us that live in the Rockies and the mountains, we don't have that same quality of the water of the ocean, but you can feel the energy start we to feel it. Yeah. And then you'll feel it peak at the full moon where, you know, some people have a hard time sleeping or it's just so bright and it just catches your illuminating you know, off of the mountains. Yeah. And off the white snow is like my favorite. It's my favorite. So, yeah. So I would say a, pra a really great home home practice is to just start to observe that the rhythmic cycle of mm -hmm. the moon. And then another fun project that you can do is to just look up. You can go to like an almanac, the farmer's almanac or whatever, and see what phase of the moon you were born in. That's always cool is knowing what phase you were born in. So you can kind of start to tune into that part of the phase that's related to the time when you, you know, that's related to when you were born. And if you want to get really astrological, if you don't know your moon sign, you got to look at your moon sign and start to tune into that. So when you see, when you see that it's that, when you see your moon sign come up, it comes up at least once, you know, comes up once a month, you can tune into that. Yeah. Almost everybody knows their sun sign, which is interesting, you know, but to get into the, the moon and 
um, you're ascending and, you know, all of that, which we're going to get into. And again, just super psyched to, to break it down a little bit because some of the people listening might not, um, you know, may not have dabbled in astrology before. So it's going to be fun. And you know, what's really cool too, is I have to say this, cause I have a, a client slash friend who has been doing embodiment work with me for years. And she recently, she's taken a couple astrology classes and done a reading, a couple readings with me. And she's kind of like, I don't really need to know the, I don't actually want to know the language, but I love here, you know, but she loves understanding mm-hmm. the nature, the rhythmic nature. And it's like, isn't that cool? Like, she's not so concerned about the, you know, and everybody gets to choose, but I think it's, it's neat because this, this applies to those of us that are too super into the astrological study. And then it's also, this is like humans, this is study of life on planet as a human being. The moon is there holding (laughs) the moon is the thing that keeps the time. And that's something that I actually, I do want to say this before we check out is that, you know, when I was talking about the living in rhythm, we'll keep going layer this, there's layers to this concept. Uh, the, one of the big ones though, is that the, it's about natural timing, like the earth life on earth throughout all many different uh, peoples over many different years and cultures, people use the moon to help them stay in time, to know when to plant, to know when to harvest, to know when, you mean, they, people have followed the moon. That's how they kept the time before we had our calendars and our clocks and our, and all those things. And I feel like there's something really, really valuable in getting back to that lunar living in a way where we can start to, again, tune back into nature and feel it. So you don't have to know your astrological sun, sign, moon sign, but it, it's helpful. But understanding that nature of the rhythmic moon is, is really going to help. If we could all do that, it'll actually help a lot of us ground a little bit more into the earth cycle. And I don't know, it's just more natural. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's awesome. No, yeah, good stuff. So we could go on forever, but we won't because we're just getting started. <laughs> Scratching the surface here. Yeah. And I mean, deeds, it's been so fun. Like we will, you know, definitely keep the conversation going. And obviously I'm so grateful for you to be doing this project with me right now. And I do think we'll, you know, we'll have some other guests on too, once we get our, once we have some time with each other, but I'm just appreciating really being able to share this with you. It means likewise, likewise, son, it's been many moons. We've been dreaming this up. So here we are. Yeah. Letting our souls shine, girl. Yeah. Bless it. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. So grateful for your love and support. And if you have any questions or if you are interested in more information or want to book sessions and stuff with us, just hit up the website at (laughs) livinginrhythm.com. Thanks so much, son. Thank you, Deeds. I really appreciate you. I love you so much. Love you, son. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace.